what's coming up now on Established in the Faith. If you're looking at one of these programs and there are things that are constantly being said that gets you worked up to that extent, you need to cut it off. Stop listening to the bad news and listen to some good news. Hello, neighbor, and welcome today to Established in the Faith. This is Pastor James Pierce of Friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina, and how so very pleased and happy we are to be with you today. Got a great message lined up for you. Hope you can stay with us for the next 30 minutes. If not, let me encourage you to go over to establishedinthefaith.com. There you can listen to today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. Well, we're going to go on into the message now. Hope and pray it'll be a blessing to you. have your Bibles, turn with me please to the book of 2 Samuel, the 16th chapter. 2 Samuel 16, we're going to pick it up with verse 13 today. 2 Samuel 16, verse 13, and as David and his men went by the way, Shimei went along on the hillside over against him. And cursed as he went, and threw stones at him, and cast dust. And the king and all the people that were with him came weary, and refreshed themselves there. In all of this, we see a man who is evermore telling the news. But his news is not accurate. Much like a lot of the news that we hear today. But David's attitude toward this man, we're going to look at that today. David's attitude toward Shimei. Let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask for his help today. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before your throne of grace today, and we just thank you for all of your many blessings of life and life itself. And Father, today I thank you for this privilege that I have to stand before the people and to minister your word. And Lord, today you know the needs of the people and you know the questions that are there. Lord, I only have words, and I pray, Lord, that you will help me today to take this word which you have given, and Lord, help me to preach as you anoint your people to hear and to receive, Lord, that they may be edified, that the needs will be met and the questions will be answered, and Lord, may we all be drawn closer to you in some way, is my prayer today in Jesus' name, and everyone said, Amen. And amen. This of which is happening to David is the third of a fourfold judgment as a result of the sin with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband Uriah. David's own son Absalom uses his privilege as a son of the king to undermine David's authority, to try to take the throne away from David. When David received word of this uprising, he immediately left the throne of Israel to save the people from the sword of Absalom. And David knew that this was the chastisement of God upon him 
because of this terrible thing which had taken place now some 10 to 12 years earlier. All of Israel knew of this terrible thing with David and the murder of Uriah. And most thought David to be unfit for the throne of Israel because of this thing. And many thought that God was no longer with David, never mind that David had repented. And as David makes his ascent up Mount Olivet, during the time of that ascent and during the time that he was there, God used David in a way like he had never used David before. He wrote six of the Psalms, and several of those are prophetic as it pertains to the Lord Jesus Christ. But although this was a time of crisis in Israel's history, a bad time, it brought out the good in some people. And I tell you, the Philistine, he brings 600 of his men at a time when most of Israel was against David, Ataya the Philistine comes and sides up with David. And he said in 2 Samuel fifteen twenty one, Whatever place my lord the king shall be, whether in death or life, even there also will thy servant be. Much like the church today. When Israel is against Jesus Christ, the Gentile church is all for him. We see another man during this time, David's best friend, Hushiah. This man was handicapped, either because of his age or some other reason, but this man did not allow his physical limitations and the rough terrain of Mount Olivet. He did not allow these obstacles to keep him from getting to David. Had you and I seen Hushia, there wasn't a whole lot to this man. He, he couldn't even help himself, let alone be of much help to David, at least on the outward appearance. But this man would help David and be used more of God than any other person during that time to help David because his counsel defeated the counsel of Ahithophel, whose wisdom was as the oracles of God. And the Bible records the donations of Shobi, Makar, and Barzillai in 2 Samuel 17, verse 27. They brought beds, basins, earthen vessels, wheat, barley, flour, parched corn, beans, lentils, parched pulse, honey, butter, sheep, and cheese of kind for David and the people that were with him to eat 
For they said these people are hungry, weary, and thirsty in the wilderness. Had Absalom caught these individuals doing what they were doing, they would have been put to death. But these men saw a need. And what they did landed them a place in the Word of God where millions of people would read it from then on up until now. The donations and the work and the effort that they did to support the work of God. Let me tell you this. When you work for God, when you donate and put in the effort toward the work of God, God doesn't forget it. He writes it down in His book, and one day when you stand before Him, you will be rewarded. But although this time of crisis brought out the good in some, it brought out the bad in others. And Ziba was one of them. Ziba. He was Mephibosheth's caretaker. Mephibosheth was Jonathan's son. David and Jonathan made a covenant back in their earlier years. And Mephibosheth, at the death of Jonathan, became the beneficiary of the covenant. And Ziba was commanded to take charge of Mephibosheth. But during this time of crisis, here this man comes to David with a bunch of gifts. And here's what he had to say. He lied to David to affect the gain of Mephibosheth's property. He told David that Mephibosheth was conspiring to take the throne of Israel. He lied. And then we come to this man here today, Shimei. Let's look at him. Shimei was of the house of Saul. He was not a near relative, but he was of the tribe of Benjamin. This man comes on the scene, 2 Samuel 16, verse 5, and the Bible says that he cursed David. He was saying vile, negative things, using profanity to afflict or belittle David. Let me say this. As a child of God, Profanity and foul language has no part in your vocabulary. This preacher was needing a lawnmower. He went on Facebook to the marketplace and this man had a push mower for sale and so he ran up with the feller and went out there and the guy pulled it one time and it fired right up and the preacher said that's good enough for me gave him the money set it on the truck drove home got a phone call had to go to the hospital and visit some sick so he did that come back that afternoon and said well i'm gonna take that mower now and cut my grass i reckon he got out there and he got to pulling and that thing would not crank so he called the feller up said look this mower you sold me won't crank he said well what did you do he said well i 
pulled the choke and I mashed that little bulb thing you were talking about and pulled the handle. I've been pulling on the rope and it, it just won't crank. Well, the Bella said, well, it's cold natured and you're just going to have to cuss it. You're just going to have to cuss it a few times. It'll start. Well, the preacher said, well, I'm a preacher. I ain't cussed in years. I done forgot how. He said, well, you just keep pulling on that rope. It'll come back to you. <laughs> Hung up the phone. Friend, if that right there don't make you cuss. (laughs) Well, Brother James, I have you know that cussing ain't a part of my vocabulary. Well, you get hold of a lawnmower that won't crank. Or a chainsaw. Or let somebody back into your car. And it brand new and ain't paid for. Oh, let me leave that alone. I'm playing with you, Terry. I'm sorry. You did pretty good. You probably didn't say it, but you thought it. And some of you say, well, Brother James, that's just as bad. No, no, I mean, if you think it, that's sinning once. If you think it and say it, that's sinning twice. All right. This man was using profanity, saying all kind of vile things against David. He cursed David. It also carries the idea that this man was casting a spell on David. However way you want to look at that, this man, Shimei, allowed himself to be used of Satan to go against God's anointed. And this man was evermore telling the news. But his news was not accurate much like the news we have here in America today. Not very accurate. He accused David of killing Saul, Second Samuel 16, verse 8. And that was a lie. David had nothing to do with Saul's death. Now, on several occasions... David had the opportunity to kill Saul when he was running from Saul like a wild animal. He had the opportunity to kill Saul, but he didn't do it. Saul and Jonathan died on Mount Gilboa fighting the Philistines, and all of Israel knew this. And Shimei knew this as well. But he's accusing David of something And if this man had the platform and the ability, he would have rewrote history, which is something we're seeing take place in our nation today. Things are being said, things are being twisted in an effort to change the history of our great country. And he also said that David was a bloody man and that God was punishing him for the death of Saul. Now, David was a bloody man. And God was chastising him. But it was not for the death of Saul. It was for the death of Uriah. Let's get our facts straight. News media in America, you need to get your facts straight. A lot of times we're not being told the right story. And Satan will always use nine points of truth to sell one lie. 
This man called David a man of Belial. Second Samuel 16, verse 7. What does that mean? A, a man of Belial or Belial, however you want to pronounce it. Belial or Belial means to be wicked, evil, ungodly, and worthless. Again, lies. God used David to write over half the Psalms. It was through David that God promised that the Redeemer of mankind would come. David, through and by the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon his life, and the calling of God that was on his life, defeated all of Israel's enemies. He pushed the boundaries of Israel to the farthest extent of what God promised Abraham. And all of Israel now at this particular point in time, she was the most prosperous in her history. And this man, Shimei, is enjoying that time of prosperity. But he calls David a man of Belial, worthless, useless, again, lies. This man in... Verses 6 and verse 13, the Bible says that he threw stones at David and cast dust. Now, it's one thing to be saying stuff. It's one thing to say things that are hurtful. But now this man is starting to do things to inflict bodily harm. And what this man begins to do now causes civil unrest. And there are things that are being done and promoted in our country today to cause civil unrest. What do you mean, Brother James? Well, let's take a look at it there in uh, verse 9, 2 Samuel 16, verse 9. Then Abisha, the son of Zeruiah, said to the king, Let me go over at once and cut off his head. I wonder how many, under the sound of my voice right now, you have heard things said over the news media that has caused you to get riled up inside. And if it wasn't for the restraints of the Holy Ghost, you were about ready to take off somebody's head. Let me say this. If you're looking at one of these programs and there are things that are constantly being said that gets you worked up to that extent you need to cut it off you need to cut it off and just stop listening to it stop listening to the bad news and listen to some good news i'm here to tell you today jesus christ in him crucified is good news Get it over there on some good gospel preaching and singing. Why was Shimmy doing this? Why is it that the news media in America today is doing what it's doing? Oh, there's an agenda behind it. David... If you'll look there in verse 10, 
he told Abisha, let him curse because the Lord has said unto him, curse David. Now, God is never the cause of a person sinning such as this man was doing. This man sinned and did what he did of his own free will of choice. Now, let's look at it for a minute. All of what is taking place here, it is judgment upon David for the sins he had committed way back some 10, 12 years ago. So yes, all that is taking place is David's fault. And an opportunity is presented to this man to do what he's doing. But this man didn't have to do and say all the things he was doing and saving. He could have very easily have got down beside the bed and prayed for David and the situation that was going on rather than coming out against David, throwing dust in the air and dirt clogs and doing all that he was doing. But this is what this man chose to do. This man was being used of Satan to discourage David and to cause civil unrest among the people who were following David. Much like the news media in America is doing presently. All kind of accusations are being made with some truth mixed in. All kind of vile negative things are being said to belittle authority. And all kind of things are being done to cause civil unrest among the people. That's what we're seeing take place in our country today. If Shimmy were given the opportunity, if he were given the platform of CNN, ABC, and CBS, boy, he would have fit right in. The only difference from then and now, this man was kind of by himself. He didn't have that platform, but today, Shimmy does have that platform. And it goes out 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, how did David handle this? I've already told you how to handle it. If you're looking at this stuff and it's bothering you, you need to cut it off. And, and flip off the bad news and flip on some good news. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. The gospel. But David looked at this and he knew that all that was taking place was the chastisement of God upon him. And he accepted what this man was doing as a part of that chastisement, that judgment. And let me tell you something. America is being judged just as David was being judged. David was being judged for the sins of immorality with Bathsheba. America is being judged for her sins of legalizing sexual immorality. Is anybody hearing me today? David committed the sin of murder. America is murdering little babies by the millions. And all of this that is taking place in our country today 
is giving opportunity for those such as Shemia to come in and do what they are doing. What did David do? He looked at it as the chastisement of God. And he did not pronounce judgment. What Shimei was doing was worthy of death. And under any other circumstances, David could have given the order and that man would have been about a foot shorter. But David didn't pronounce judgment. And when we're being chastised of God... It's not good for us to pronounce judgment upon others either. So what did David do? If you'll go over to 1 Kings chapter 2 and read what all is said in that chapter. David is on his deathbed. And he leaves the judgment of Shimei to his son Solomon. It was through Solomon that the greater son of David, Jesus Christ, would come. So in essence, David was leaving the judgment of Shimei to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's how David dealt with the situation. That was David's attitude toward Shimei. Let the Lord deal with it. Don't let all of this news get you riled up doing and saying things that's ungodly because then you're joining in you're doing exactly what the devil wants you to do if the program today has been a blessing to you and you would like to have a free cd copy of this message just give us a call or text us at 252-299-4200 you can also go to establishedinthefaith.com. There you will find today's message as well as many others that are in podcast form. But perhaps you need someone to just talk to or to just pray with you about something. Again, just give us a call at 252-299-4234. This program is an outreach ministry of friendship, Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. As well, depends on the prayerful and generous financial support of listeners like you. To contact Contact us or to contribute to this ministry. Go to establishedinthefaith.com, click on the donate tab. It's easy and all donations are safe and secure through PayPal. You can also mail us at Established in the Faith, P.O. Box 601, Bailey, North Carolina, 27807. We look forward to hearing from you. I'm Haven. And I'm Juliana. And you've been listening to Established in the Faith with our dad, James Pierce. He's the pastor of Friendship Free Will Baptist Church over in Middlesex, North Carolina. We have Sunday school every Sunday morning at 945 and worship service at 11, as well as prayer meeting and Bible study every Wednesday night at 730. Go to establishinthefaith.com and click on the events tab for gospel singings and other special services. That's right, Jules. And the church is located at 744 Friendship Church Road in Middlesex, North Carolina, near the EMET community. On the website, if you click on the Contact Us tab, Google Maps will bring you right to us. We would love to have you, and we hope to see you there. And we hope today's program has been a blessing to you. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. (music) 